Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, The Saturday Manager, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. This is the Saturday Manager with me, Jim Kenny, Red Velvet Reserves Manager. Welcome to another week. Um, lots gone on this week. I'm going to start slightly different. Um, last night, uh, I went and watched uh, the first round of the FA Youth Cup. Um, Erith Town versus um, Portsmouth Academy. Um, and I've got to say... The standard of football was amazing. Um, it was a it was a joy to watch young lads really expressing themselves. Um, Erith Town, absolutely superb team. Um, some real quality uh, of players. Um, unfortunately, uh, they went down to a very well worked goal. Um, they're losing one nil. They had their chances um, to get back into the game. Um, Erith, to be honest with you. Um, and maybe a little bit more quality just in the final third um, with their balls into the box. Um, they probably could have uh, nicked that game, to be honest with you. They was well in it. Uh, and I think it shocked Portsmouth. Um, coming up to Erith on a uh, cold, raining Wednesday night. Um, but yeah, hats off to both teams. Um and especially to Erif, I know they've lost the game, but um, real quality outfit. And uh, the guys in charge there, um, management team, um, even the management team from the first team and that, um, massive respect to you guys. Um, love what you're doing there. Uh, keep it up. Um, I'm sure you'll uh, reap the rewards uh, soon enough. So keep on going. On to this week. Um, sorry, well, last week's game. Uh, we was at home to uh, West Bromley Albion. Um, the the game did go on. Um, obviously, we had a lot of weather, and there's lot lots of games um, was called off. Um, the main pitch at Elton Town was uh, unplayable. Um, I had a little look at it myself because obviously. You know I like to dig uh, Elton Town out um, when I heard that their game was off, but it, it you couldn't have played on that at all. Um, we moved over to pitch number three. Um, conditions on that was um, was a lot better. Um, still very boggy. Um, so with a cold, wet winter coming, I'm not sure how long that pitch will work. Uh, last four with the amount of football that's going on to it. Hopefully um the guys at the ground will be able to pull something out of the bag and keep games on over there but it's gonna be hard for them definitely. Um lineups both teams uh lineups we can actually talk about. Um myself smash my head against a brick wall at the moment. Really am um 
three minutes to go before kickoff, and I had ten players, um, it, which can't be helped again. To be honest with you, um, one one of my players, um, his boy, was playing on the Saturday morning like he always does. Normally gets a plenty of time, but his game overrun, so um, he managed to get there just before kickoff. Uh, not the best preparation for him. Um, even though he actually had a really good game. Um, new player, didn't show. Um, one of my other new players read the text wrong. I've got to be to blame for that, obviously. It wasn't clear enough um, with the kickoff time and the meet time. So when I'm texting him <laughs> saying, where are you? And he's like, oh, I'm just in such and such. I'm just in, not in a rush at all because he thought he was going to be on time. So, I take the blame for that one um, from that player, to be honest with you. But not the best preparation. Um, the 10 that got there um, on time um, had a good warm-up. Um, was looking really sharp. Looking up for the game as well, to be honest with you. Um, West Bromley Albion strolled up. At, at the time, they had 10 men. I think they even kicked off with 10 men. Um, with the eleven man just getting changed in in the uh, change rooms, um, and then they had halfway through the first half another player turn up um, to give them one sub. So um, I did say that they normally have a strong squad against us, and it, even though it was a small squad, very talented squad. Um, kicked off. And sort of cancelled each other out at first. Um, both styles very similar. Um, a lot of play in the midfield. And out wide on the wings. But I felt that... They've got striker up top who... Is very good. Um, his movement's very good. Um, his runs in between the defenders are very good. Uh... And I think if the left midfielder knew the offside um, rule, they probably would have took the lead. But because it, he was to stand offside every single time, um, obviously the frustration was chucked at me from the striker. But I even said to him, just keep an eye on him. He's offside every single time. Um But after that, we, we sort of edged the game, we was getting on top, but without really doing too much. And then <coughs> um, then we had an attack and we hit the post and the follow-up. Um, very good shot, fair play to the West Bromley defender, got dived in, got the block. Um, and it sort of turned the tide a little bit and... Then West Bromley, they had a couple of attacks. Um, they put the ball in the back of the net, but again, the left midfielder was offside. Um, the referee um, tried to let the game run as much as he could. Um, it's, it's a frustrating one, to be honest with you, because there's calls where... Yeah, you want you want the game to just flow, um, and if there's a little foul in centre midfield and you, there's a play on, 
Uh, this goes both ways, by the way. Um, you're happy with it. But when we're getting to the final thirds and there's fouls and there's a play on and the bloke turns straight in, a defender straight there and wins the ball and the ref goes, you've had your advantage. I, I don't really get it, to be honest with you. Um, I don't get what he he saw. Um, and there, there was a couple of times when West Bromley should have had free kicks in dangerous positions and, and he, he didn't give them to him. As much as he didn't have a bad game, some of, some of the decisions you can scratch your head on um, and just think, well, are you just doing that for an easy life? Um, thinking, well, I've played an advantage, but there's no advantage there to be played. Um, but to be fair to the ref, like I say, I, I run the line for um, Red Velvet. Their manager was playing, so they didn't have a line at all. And we broke through a couple of times. And there, there was a couple which was, were, were close. Um, and obviously, the centre-backs have gone offside and the ref's gone with it. Um, but there was a couple who which wasn't close. And a ball's gone through and you can see that he was behind the man. They've said offside, fair play to him. And the ref's gone with it. So, a little bit frustrating. Um, and at half-time, nil-nil, I said to the boys that we, we changed it slightly. Um, one of the boys with the pace up top, I moved right wing uh, and I swapped the right midfielder who well, was pacey enough, but um, I put him up top to be more of a target man. So we had two target men up top and I was hoping that the speed from the wings would start from behind so when the balls go through, they wouldn't be offside. But in the second half, their sub run the line and he just put his flag up stupidly a few times, which um, which is more annoying than any of the decisions what the referee made in the first half with no lino. Um, and the ref still blew and went with a went with the lino. Um, it was consistent because. Every time I put my flag up, and I will say that I'm as honest as they come when I'm running the line. In actual fact, it probably frustrates my back four um, how honest I am with it because I'd rather win a game um, in the right way. But that's just me personally. Um, but we had our chance in the second half, uh, played some really good stuff. Um, had a couple of one-on-ones. Um, their goalkeeper who I don't even believe is their goalkeeper. Um, he came, last 20 minutes, he came out on pitch and someone else went in goal, but he made a couple of really good saves, actually. Um, a couple of other opportunities where it opens up and you're just going, have a shot, have a shot, but instead chop back onto your, your left foot to try and beat the defender again. Um, and at nil-nil, I I generally thought the way he was playing, there's only one winner in this game. Um, we will nick a goal. Um, until they broke away, a ball goes into the box. My left back's won the header to cut it out. And a bit like two weeks ago, the ball dropped in the 18-yard box and it seemed like an eternity. It was just there. And 
it it was the West Bromley guy who reacted first. Um, I'm fairly certain it was a toe punt, um, but he got his toe to it and um, one nil West Bromley. Uh, it was it was a proper proper like blow because bar scoring we'd done everything right in the game. Uh, the back forward played really well. Um, midfield won their battles. We created chances. Um, we played through the lines. Um, how I expect us to play. Um, and we had probably about, I think it was about 20 minutes left. And um, I still thought that, okay, We'll go. We'll, we will. We will score. We'll get a goal, and uh, it came again. Um, made some more chances. Our quality uh, in the final third wasn't good enough. Was not good enough. Um, time's ticking away. Um, and there was about. I had about thirty seconds left on my watch. Um, there wasn't many injuries at all. A couple of their boys went down. Uh, their striker like was pulling his groin a little bit. He actually went off. Um, he had a fantastic game, um, but I was like, okay, we had a throw in deep in by the by the corner flag. We was obviously going to launch it into the box. And I was like, okay, we, one or two things are going to happen. I'm going to flood the box. Um, everyone, everyone, get in the box. Um, and we're, we're going to draw this game 1-1 or potentially they're going to break away and they'll win the game 2-0 it was a chance I was willing to take um, I told everyone to get in there uh, my right backs took the throw in good throw in um, I, I, I was bantering him after the game saying like you've just threw it straight to their player but it was a good throw in um, ball goes into the box I think we won the first header, but the second header, they got a, a good head onto it and they broke away. Um, um, bar my right back, we all stood and watched, to be honest with you. Um, and he, he tried his eyes to get back and obviously they scored, um, making it 2-0. Um, obviously, there was a lot of frustration from that. Um, my right back obviously had a moan about tracking back. Um, my captain at the heat of the, heat of the moment um, obviously didn't realise how long was left and thought we didn't need to do that. And I just said to him, look, at the end of the day, it's on me. I wanted to try and either draw that game. There's 30 seconds left and even though the ref ended up playing about four minutes at injury time, but um, we was going to draw the game or lose lose the game by two. Um, and unfortunately, it went with the latter. So, obviously, full-time whistle goes. And it even the ref turns around and said, does your team realise that to win games of football... You need to score goals. And and that, for me, is the biggest point. The game should have been dead before they even scored. Um, 
don't get me wrong. They they played they played well on Saturday. Um, it was it was a good game in general. Um, no nasty tackles, um, no aggro. Um, it was just a two for me good football teams who turned up on a boggy pitch but tried to play football. Um, but I just feel that we was the better team, um, but we just couldn't score. And I, I said that to the boys afterwards. I was like, at the end of the day, it's it's frustrating. Um, but we got out of jail the last couple of weeks with having 11 men and winning 4-3 and then winning four, 11 men again and winning 4-3 again. Um, so, again, I take the blame for that. Um, as much as I can't help people being being ill or um, having to work and stuff like that. I, which I have done this week, I have to work harder on making sure that we have a squad of players there um, instead of just having this bare eleven. Okay, we we end up having twelve last week, but um, it's very hard to try and keep on maintaining a run of wins when you're up against it like that with numbers so so i'm working worked hard this week so far um should have a strong squad for the weekend um if everyone turns up that is so but no um yeah well done well done to west bromley i mean one one, one of the guys like you shoot me and you went you ain't playing us and i was thinking to myself are oh, you a bogey team to us? Like we played a couple of seasons ago in the cup, and we was three nil up at half time. They changed changed the shape, um, and then uh, they end up winning four three. Um, I made a couple of subs I shouldn't have that that game game, um, just to give a couple of players who weren't good enough uh, some minutes, um, and then obviously last season in the league we played twice and um it was 3-2 to them in the in the away fixture uh, in the home fixture sorry um and um we taught them a lesson away from home beating them 4-0 so um i wouldn't say they're a, a, a bogey side for us um i'd say they're a side that they're always close games um even the 4-0 win that we had it was it was a close game of football. Um, so, would I hate, do I hate playing them? No. Um, there's a few players who don't play from anymore who I think talent-wise has affected them. But I think as a group has benefited them massively. Um so I, th- I think they, they just need a couple of extra players and and they'll pick up results against most teams if they play like they did on on Saturday. Um, there's some there's some good lads there. Um, I didn't see Madda. Madda was wasn't there this week. Um, he's Mister West Bromley, um, and obviously one of the old players from my team, Oscar, wasn't available. Would be nice to see Oscar. Got a lot of time for him as well. Um, he was managing last season. But um, he's playing again this season, so 
But yeah, um, good luck to West Bromley this season. We'll see you in the next match. Um, moving on, I'm going to go to last week's predictions. Um, we had in the Prem, uh, I want to look at All Stars in the Cup against Alom. Um, Alom's form has been outrageous since I slated them on this podcast. Um, I've said it a couple of times now, but it, I think I've helped them out by doing that. So I'm taking credit for when they have good results now. Um, I predicted a 4-2 win to Alom. Um, they won 2-1, so it's a fantastic result for them. Um, another cup game was FC Greenwich against Agenda. Um, obviously two teams that I have played against um, last couple of seasons Greenwich was obviously in our league last season um, and Agenda obviously got promoted from our division last season as well so uh, I predicted a 2-1 win for Agenda um, and it was a 2-0 win for Agenda so um, that's a fantastic result for them um, I saw on Twitter to be honest with you that um um, Greenwich was very gracious uh, on it and they said it wasn't the standards what they they normally like um, and whenever I've played them their standards have normally been quite high so um, obviously Agenda done a job on them there so well done Agenda um, and in the league I, uh, in the Prem I did look at Old Rome versus Bermondsey and I thought Old Rome would be too strong for them um, I went with a 3-0 win um, and they was too strong for them, not quite 3-0, but they got 2-0 win, so um, they're moving quite nicely still, so well done old, old Roan. In Division 1, uh, the Red Velvet Reserves versus West Bromley, obviously I predicted 3-1 win for the Reses, for us, um, and it was a 2-0 win for West Bromley, so again well done to them. Farnborough versus Old Bexley Town. I thought this would be a 2-2 draw. Um, it was a 7-0 win to Farnborough, so massively well done to them. Um, Old Bexley Town, I, I hear it's been frustrating because um, when you've got a full squad, you've got a very good squad. And last few weeks, I have been hearing that struggled with numbers and stuff like that and I, I hope that you don't just turn around and go we're going to fold uh, please speak to the league the league will help you out they'll give you a couple of weeks to trip light with no uh, fixtures just so you, you can hopefully pull some players in um, there is things that, that the league can do so um, please don't just think that's enough you're a good little team you've got some good players so hopefully they'll stick around. But Farnborough, 7-0. Fantastic result against whatever's in front of you. Well done. Division 2, TNS versus Beckenham. I went 2-0 TNS. Um, looks like it was a cracking game, 6-2. Um, well done TNS on that result. And in Division 3... I went with uh, Red Velvet A's versus Bexley A's. 
Um, I've went with a four-three win to Red Velvet. Um, <laughs> can't really say too much because obviously the players have uh, told me that they lost three-two, but they said they was completely cheated out of the game. Um, especially in the second half, um, the ref didn't show up, so both teams done a half, and <clears throat> well. If proper referee was there, they probably would have gone down to nine men, I believe. It's what I've been told. I can only go with what I've been told. Um, and they felt like they got proper cheated out of that game. Um, but I just said to him, I went, if that's the, if that's the case, like make sure you get your revenge when you play them next, when there is a proper official who turns up. But in a time that there's not many officials, uh, for one, not to not show or not to tell anyone that's pretty poor from them um and hopefully the league sec uh, referee secretary will uh have a word with him and that because it's not good um the one to watch this week i went with independent versus chelsefield and i went with a two uh eight two win to chelsefield um well was it one to watch it wasn't because it didn't even go ahead so <laughs> that that one uh, got uh, postponed, I'm guessing, because of the weather. Um, but I'll keep an eye out for that fixture when it goes back up. This week's predictions. There's a couple of really good games, actually, I've picked out. Well, I think they'll be good games. Um, in the Prem, Agenda versus Old Roan. Now, this could be an absolute cracker. Um, this is actually my my game to watch for the week as well. Um, it's a difficult one. I think it, I'm I'm going for a free free draw. Um, I think that'll be a fantastic result for Agenda. Um, free free yeah, I'll, I'll stick with that free free draw. Um, in Division 1, I've gone with um, Red Velvet Reserves versus Farnborough. Had to chuck Farnborough in um, because of that fantastic result last week. Um, and they just happened to hit form um, when they play us next. So uh, they'll be looking for revenge from three weeks ago. We beat them 4-3 in a close game. But after scoring seven goals, they must be buzzing. So I had to put them in. Um, so I think I've got. I think I've got a strong squad this week. Um, I'm gonna go for two two. I just think that Farnborough will be um, on it. They'll want revenge from losing a few weeks ago. It'll still be fresh in their minds. And after that win at the weekend, I just think they'll be they'll be a difficult but good game. So two two. Um, also, uh, in the Kent Cup, I'm going to look at AFC Greencourt that knocked us out a few weeks ago uh, versus our old friends Elton Town. Um, could be a very good game. Greencourt, young, play. Really good football. Elton Town, slightly older. 
but also play good football in their day. Um, I think Elton will have too much for them. I just think their older heads uh, will get them through their game um, and be able to man-manage the game. I think 2-0 two, two to Elton Town. And if that happens, that's a fantastic result for Elton Town. No, Joe what? I'm going 3-0 Elton Town. I think they'll go 2-0 up pretty early on. They'll suck up the pressure. And I think they'll nick another goal as uh, Green Court tyre. Uh, Division 2, Crofton versus Westminster Bank. I'm going for a home win. And I'm going for a 1-0 win to Crofton. Division 3 is Farnborough versus Chelsfield. Now, this game, if I had one to watch, that was agenda. If I had two to watch, it'd be this one. So, both teams know a lot of their players really, really well. Um, a lot of the Chelsfield uh, boys, over the years, have played for the different Farnboroughs, um, and the Farnborough teams are quite close-knit. Um so it's going to be an absolute cracker this one. Um, if I didn't have a game, I'd probably go and watch it myself. Um, I fancy Farnborough nicking something here. Yeah? I think I'm going Farnborough three two. And I know that Chelsea have got a very very strong squad and they're doing so well, but this is a proper roll your sleeves up derby, and I think Farnborough could. Could nick, nick the win here. Um, and also in the Kent Cup, it's Red Velvet A's, funnily enough, against AFC Green Court Reserves. So um, their first team obviously knocked us out a few weeks ago. Um, and now the A's are playing the reserves. Um, I'd say the A's would have a strong squad, but they. They struggle with numbers last week as well, with people not showing. Um, I think they only had 10, 11 men, actual fact. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to back the boys. I'm going to go with a 3-1 win. 3-1 win on that one. Yeah. Yeah, happy with that one. So, that's my predictions for the week. Okay. Um, over the last few weeks, uh, <coughs> at the end of the podcast, I normally have a, a moan or let you know about fixtures and things like that. Um, this week, um, I've spoken to uh, Mr. Selk himself over the last couple of weeks, and um, hopefully I'll be doing a new podcast um, it'll be called The Boot Room. Um, I'm hoping to record the first one um, over the next two weeks. Uh, there'll be face-to-face -face podcasts, um, hopefully based at Elton Town, getting in managers from the Bromley and South London Alliance, um, maybe even some committee members uh, certain weeks. So um, the first one, Hopefully, we'll be recording in the next two weeks and hopefully we'll be with you within three weeks. Um, and 
the first one's going to be good. Uh, the lineup that I've got confirmed um, should make it really good. Um, as long as I can get the questions right to them and uh, fire them out at the right time. Um, I say we're going to go and do it in the changing rooms at Elton Town um, to give it a bit of a feel. Um, and obviously we'll have a pint or two um, as we're doing it. So hopefully people will be nice and relaxed. It will come across really natural and um, especially one guest. I think he's got a few things he wants to get off his chest. So um, look forward to doing that. Hopefully you look forward to it too and you really enjoy it. Everyone, as always, playing grassroots at the weekend. Good luck. Hopefully, I'm not sure what the weather's going to be like this week. Hopefully your games are on um, and you get the results that you want. I've been Jim Kenny, this is Saturday Manager. Speak to you next week. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.